it's basketball time with the basketball friends and the basketball brothers. Uh, welcome to the Advanced Analytics Basketball Podcast. My name is Guy Williams and uh, my brother Paul Williams is here. Good to be here. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. It's nice to hear from you. And we also have uh, JT uh, not here. He is busy with work. I don't know why. This is his work. I don't know why he would not do this. But anyway, we're going to talk about the NBA. Am I right, Paul? Yeah. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> it's time for Advanced Analytics. So, Paul, I've got to give you some um, credit early on. What's happened? Well, the Warriors, <laughs> every goddamn show, you talk about how your predictions have come right, and it's always some obscure prediction you made about some weird Mo Wagner mother effer um, in the draft or something, or, or Hans Christian Andersen, who plays for the Phoenix Suns. But at the start of the season, uh, you picked the Golden State Warriors. Mm. I had no faith in you. I said it was rubbish. I didn't think they were even going to get through healthy, let alone be good enough. And um, the other thing you, you got correct was you picked Andrew Wiggins as well, and I had no faith in him. And while he is overplayed and still maybe not quite the number one pick that he was touted to be, what a contribution he had today's game. You must be stoked to see your chickens come home to roost. Yeah, yeah. I think he was good in the game before as well. Um, Probably good for the last he, two series. Yeah, he's been one of the few Warriors, other than Steph Curry, who kind of consistently plays pretty well, I think. He's been the second best player, at least, consensus. For people who don't know, sorry, I should just be clear, we've just watched game five of the NBA Finals. The Warriors mm. are up 3 two. It's, it's by no means a foregone conclusion, but just quickly before we get into our in-depth analysis that we're so famous for, Paul, what do you see happening from here, being you are the Oracle now? Mm. I mean, I think i got to stick with my pr- prediction of Warriors and Six. But honestly... It's not over for the Celtics. They could easily win the next one. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm going to stick with Warriors in six. But would not be surprised if it goes if we go to Game Seven. Um, well, well, yeah. The, I mean, I every series kind of uh, thought experience would come into it a lot. I thought that the Bucks were going to out experience the Celtics. I thought that the um, uh, the Phoenix Suns would out-experience the Mavs. And I think this is the first series where really, I don't even know if, I think Boston might even be the better team. And as I, I, I would still say that Boston and seven is very much on the cards. Mm. But these last two games, the experience of Golden State Warriors just playing slightly more mature. Both teams have been pretty chaotic. It's been a defensive series. But man, the um, I've been kind of rooting for Boston a little bit. And um, they're very frustrated. Jalen Brown is so frustrating, and and, and uh, Jason Tatum as well. Like they, they're two players who, when they look good, they look amazing, and the game looks easy. But then, for whole quarters, for whole halves, they make the game look so hard. And um, and I guess mm. uh, testament to the good defense played by Wiggins and the Golden State Warriors. But um, yeah, I think today was a was a dogfight and a low scoring game. Steph Curry didn't hit a three the first time in his playoffs career. He's done that, and uh, yeah, that's pretty um, a pretty a pretty satisfying win for Warriors fans. Mm. Yeah, big time. 
Yeah, it's interesting because I felt like if when Curry did have an off night, the Warriors were going to be in trouble purely because the way the Celtics were kind of defending them, you know, I think the Warriors get so used, like Draymond and stuff, get so used to almost playing four versus three because like Curry will kind of tie up two people. They'll get double teamed past to Draymond and then it's it's four versus three. But yeah. because the Celtics weren't doing that, suddenly yeah. Draymond looks garbage and yeah. and Jordan Poole, basically every player regressed. But I think Looney was the only player in the finals who was scoring one more point than he normally does. And then Curry obviously was scoring about eight more, but then every other player had regressed. And then today I thought, when Curry did have his off game, I thought maybe the Warriors would lose, but then Wiggins stepped up. I uh, didn't look at the box score, but... Um, Clay Thompson was solid, um, and Gary Payton, him coming back was huge. And what a nice story that is as well, because he obviously going out on that very rough foul from the Grizzlies, it's nice to see him back and like looking as good as ever, like defensive beast as well. I yeah to your point. Um, everyone was saying that right. Everyone was uh, criticizing Ma Adoka. If I hope I'm saying his name correctly, which I probably am not. Everyone was criticizing him for for playing drop coverage against Steph Curry. It's something that no one does, and making Curry beat them and making the other players struggle. And unfortunately, in the game, in game four, Curry did beat them. Mm. And it's funny. When I say Curry, where are they? Curry. And then is it Curry? And then um, Curry in uh, the latest game, it, they probably should have played that mm. drop coverage in the second half and let him shoot a few more threes. That's the thing. Because- My theory is like, why does it have to be one or the other? I think going back to last year when Budenholzer was saying play random, I reckon mm. like, if I was a coach, an NBA coach, and obviously it's hard because your players have to all understand and be on the same page, but I would just constantly be just trying to bamboozle the other team and just like every position play a different, like then they're in a zone, then they're in a box and one, then they're in a man to man, then they're in a um, a box and seagull, like just completely bam, just like you may as well try but it. Box and seagull doesn't sound good. Drop that in once. At least dropping a box and see you. Because if you do it once, the other team's going to be like, "What's going on?" I'm glad you threw in something silly because I want to open the silly floodgates. What is YouTube TV? That annoys me. The amount of advertising for a product we are like, we don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is, but is it? Is it just like? It's is it like YouTube Red? It's like their. I think they've rebranded YouTube Red, and it's like just TV. It's like a streaming service. No, someone someone mocked me. No, no one mocked me. Sorry, I saw a tweet recently, like going like, "There's idiots in the world who pay for YouTube Premium," and um, I actually pay for YouTube Premium. I'm embarrassed right. to say. So that is uh, YouTube Red rebranded as YouTube Premium. I think so. I, I need no, 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 at no, no, no. I'm looking at it now on Wikipedia. That's what's happened. Yeah. So, so I don't so know what YouTube, YouTube TV. TV is. Is it a streaming service? It's, yeah, I, I'm on YouTube Premium, but I mean, it's not in New Zealand. I guess is the is the number one issue. Yeah, but, it's your premium live TV streaming service. Eighty five top channels of entertainment 
news, live sports, and more. Oh, so it's like conventional. Oh, because they sponsor the Celtics court. They're everywhere. I think they sponsor the Warriors court too. Like they're just, uh, uh, they're like, they're digitally, oh, they're on the Celtics court and they're also digitally. Anyway, sorry. So sorry it looks like, question. it looks to me like a streaming service, but it's like more like actually live TV on your computer. Okay. That's AKA weird. sports, um, news, that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, another weird, speaking of streaming, another weird aspect is the TAB has been playing this and a lot of NBA games live. And I do think that's kind of dangerous that like a gambling organization, like you can watch live sport because they want to encourage you to bet on it. And that's kind of crazy. I hate that. I don't know if you've got League Pass, but um, I hate that service where they um, uh, uh, ask you on when you're watching on your phone if you would like to um, play NBA trivia. Like, no. And the yeah, trivia is crazy. like, if it was trivia questions like who won the final in 1995, Houston Rockets, was it? Um, I'd, I'd be kind of keen for that. But the questions are like, um, uh, who do you think is going to score the most points? Like, just your opinion on what's going to happen. And I was that really, I don't know, I was like, who clicks yes on those? At least they let you, like, ignore it now. But um, mm. that is a bizarre function, I think. Oh, I definitely once got stuck, like, I accidentally like must have pressed yes or something and then I couldn't get rid of it. But I um I saw something crazy the other day. I saw a TV screen playing um trackside kind of channel. Yeah. Um and it was it was uh Greyhound Racing, <laughs> but it was uh digital. Oh my god. And so it was CGI badly computer rendered dogs running and i was like how how do they do that because like if i was like in control of it i would like see where the money's going and then make that dog not win yeah it, it seems like very corruptible right and um and well that's basically what pokey machines are right they just rig them all up to pay out like 25 percent or whatever like the, the government minimum regulation is for them to pay out and they 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 can use a computer to spread those payouts out as thin as possible. Maybe make the payouts when as many people are playing, like on a Saturday night, so it feels exciting. Mm. You know, like gambling is just it is crazy. It's interesting to think what things in the future what we will backlash against. Um, and I think gambling's one that I don't know. Either either we become more laissez-faire and be like this is all good, but I was like. If you're a politician, maybe it's already too powerful, but that'd be an easy way to win votes is to go, I'm going to crack down on the accessibility of gambling because it's pretty ridiculous. And in America and in sports, it seems to be only increasing. And yeah. almost every, every sports podcast and every Premier League football team and every soccer podcast and every NBA podcast is sponsored by some sort of gambling or fantasy gambling, which is gambling mm. just as the entire. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I was interested. I listened to a podcast once about that. Um, about that. What's that? DraftKings. DraftKings, yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, it kind of interested me that it was like gambling, but it was like fantasy. Yeah. But then when I listened to it, they were like, it's bad. It's a scam. Yeah. But then as far as I could tell, the scam was that good players would go on 
and dominate bad players. <coughs> yeah. But to me, it's like, that doesn't sound like a scam. That sounds like someone's getting dominated by a superior <laughs> player. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even sure how DraftKings was. I thought it was one of those chump, like, I hate those fantasies where everyone can pick any player. I don't know. Right. Well, that's actually the main fantasy football is that. And I actually thought it was quite fun. I did it kind of for the first time uh, recently with the Champions League. And um, I actually saw the appeal in it all of a sudden. But then it becomes bad in the last few rounds when everyone's teams are just identical because you've all just got the same players. But in the earlier rounds, it was a lot of fun. Gambling basically is just based on the pretense, and same as fantasy, that every man just loves like saying their opinions about sports and trying to, uh, I don't know, trying to outsmart or prove that they're smart, which basically sums up mm. this podcast. And it's really funny how on a lot of sports podcasts right now, they're, they're just advertising for other people to make other podcasts. And it's like a podcast um, fantasy. It's a podcast um, pyramid scheme where podcasts advertise to make more podcasts, to make more podcasts, to make more podcasts. It's just, hmm. we're okay. We're one of the original podcasts, but everyone else doing a basketball podcast, not acceptable, I reckon. Yeah. Um, wait, I wanted to find a uh, another screenshot of a comment that I did. Oh, no, not this again. Yeah. We, need to, we need to label the segment. It's arguments that Paul has had with people on normally Reddit who the people have said crazy things, but Paul needs about two or three weeks for his point to be proven correct. Is that, is that what this is coming up? No, it was – I wish I could find it. Um, that's really annoying. I was sure I screenshot it. Because every week you're like, I got a screenshot of some guy who said that curry is the worst curry – is the worst? Am I? What? How do you say? Am I? What, curry. That's wrong, eh? Curry. Curry. Steph Curry. Yeah, you say curry. There's something not right with me, eh? Um, um you get a podcast saying that. Um, uh, curry, you, 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 sorry, you get a, a Reddit comment saying that Curry is not a good player, and you'll be like, oh, I disagree with you, and then um, you'll hold on to that for about two months. No, this was this was more a prediction from four years ago, where I said, and it, and it obviously might not happen, but I said that the Celtics were going to win a championship in either two thousand and one or two thousand. Uh, sorry, two thousand and twenty one or two thousand and twenty two. Why did you make very this specific? I think there was just a thread saying um, make a prediction for a, a franchise and I just said the Celtics were going to be good and we're going to win a championship in 2022. Well, I, I still think they're on. They just are a very frustrating team where it's like if Tatum isn't just like absolutely elite, which he kind of hasn't been, and Jalen Brown seems a bit dozy as well, then their offense looks pretty ugly. And they, yeah, they just, just maybe it's Golden State's defense, but they can be made to look just incredibly, obviously, very turnover prone. They can be made to look very silly at times, I think. Hmm. Indeed. I, I do think that Golden State, like, is a bit of a sleeping dragon, though. Like we said, 
I, I think Curry, Curry, sorry, could have another bad game, but uh, Clay Thompson is waiting to, and he, he looked like he was about to explode before he got into foul trouble today. Uh, Clay Thompson, Paul Porter Jr. A lot of these guys could um, just erupt and just blow Boston off the court. And but then again, home court advantage. Like I want to see it go seven now, so I, I'm definitely rooting for Boston in Game Six, but. Yeah, I, this whole series, I think that's been an interesting through line, has been how hard it is, has been to predict. Before the mm. season started, I, uh, the series started, I think all the basic ESPN analysts were picking Golden State, all the smart analysts were picking Boston. And um, uh, so far, like, everyone from game to game has struggled. The overreactions are ridiculous. Like, oh, yeah. game one, Boston wins, and everyone's like, Golden State is done, they're finished. Game two, Golden State gets a win. And everyone's like, oh, man, Golden State's dominating now. And then it's just after every result, I feel like everyone's just Oh, it's shifted. been insane. This has been the craziest I've ever seen online. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe that's me reading Twitter and um, uh, Reddit, which, of course, is going to be mental. But I, I think even top analysts on podcasts that I really respect have really been all over the shop, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I agree. This has been the craziest the like knee jerk reactions have been between games. Hmm. Like Boston are definitely still in it, but um even after the even after the game when it became two two, people online were like just going absolutely crazy. For just saying like the Boston that it was done and that kind of thing. That was done. That you wouldn't mean it was done. That Golden State had got it. Yeah, they'd lost. Sorry. Here, I found the message. Um, uh, I was okay. wondering why you were treading water. Okay. So the th- the thread was four years ago, and it was predicted teams' future. Wait, wait, wait. Here, um, <laughs> uh, time for the segment. Now we call Paul digs up something from this year or from a few years ago where he made a smart prediction on Reddit. Hmm. Okay, I do see. I, I also predicted another team as well, actually. Um, so, what okay. was the question? These, these were some predictions from four years ago that I can see. The Boston Celtics will become the dominant team in the East starting next season. So, I was a bit premature. They will go to multiple finals and will maybe win a title in 2021 or 2022. Yeah. Then I also wrote the Denver Nuggets. I said they'll soon be one of the best teams. Um, they eventually, it takes a few years, but eventually they topple the Warriors to win the West. They will meet the Celtics in the 2023 finals. So next year, look out for Nuggets Celtics. Yeah, wow. And I also, uh, here was a thread, people asking who the best players were going to be in five years. I said Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo, Phoenix's Devin Booker, Utah's Donovan Mitchell, Orlando's Trey Young, and Sacramento's DeAndre Ayton. Pretty weird. Some pretty weird picks there. So that was obviously prior to uh, Trey Young and DeAndre Ayton getting drafted. Yeah, I I will say that some of these picks are like picking Boston four years ago to be good now doesn't seem that crazy. No, it wasn't. And, And Denver also would have been one of the best teams this year if healthy. Yeah, so my prediction would have been right. 
Here's my question, and I wish J I wish JT was here because he has strong opinions on these things. And I throw in the group chat, and he gets set off. And if he was here right now, he'd be fuming. Something to do about Boston getting robbed or something. I don't know what's going on, but um, uh, he he. This is opinion that got him kind of going. I hate generic NBA hype vids. I don't know who did the first one. I'm sure the first one was good, but basically you get some old school like tr- trumpet music mm. and a hip hop beat, mm. and you have like a common style conscious rapper or ideally common from your local team or even worse ESPN does it which is generic some honky from Orlando to to hype people up about this is our city blue collar another dollar keep hustling always bustling city of brother of love where God comes from above and this is where we feel the pride it's buried deep inside Philadelphia on your feet. It's time to meet and greet your opponent. You know, like that's what the rap is. And every team does it. And I hate it. Like the video before the game. Yeah. At yeah. the hype, uh, the team's pre hype propaganda. And like five years ago, I'm sure there was a team who did the first one and it was amazing. But since then, there's been about 25,000 of them and they all suck and I hate them. I do, I do kind of miss like, to me, the player introductions have been so bad. Like, when I think back to the early 2000s, those Pistons, 2004 champion Pistons, yeah, and their intros, they seem so iconic and good and important. And yeah. then even there were finals. He tried basketball. Rashid was. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Um, he was so good with the final countdown. It was like they kind of I felt like brought that song back. At least for me as a kid, that was the first time I'd heard it. The final countdown was before Detroit Pistons games in the early two thousands. But I um then even like there were years where the Spurs, I remember there was one year where they built a giant statue of the trophy and each player walked out and stood from walked from behind it and stood next to it and then walked down onto the court. And it was like, you know, it seemed like a big deal. I feel like between the commentators, um, Mark Jackson and co. Don't even and, bring them up. I can't, and the player introductions. I think I think they're doing such a bad job of making the finals important and seem important and and just cool intros. Like, what's happened? Don't get me started on the goddamn Golden State Warriors loser fans not all wearing the free t-shirts. You gotta put on the free t-shirts. It's an environmental economic disaster printing eighteen thousand t-shirts every day that everyone's gonna chuck in the bin straight away afterwards it's always annoyed me where it's like i've brought merch from home or the worst is if they're not even in any merch but because absolutely put the t-shirt on because here's the thing here's the thing okay you're a rich san francisco golden state warriors fan just get you must have a jersey that probably matches the color you find out what color they're putting out yellow and get your yellow kit and put it over top if if you really want to rock your like merch or something. But um, yeah, we get it. Cool. You own a Curry Davidson singlet. So does everyone in Golden State. Doesn't mean you're the old. I, I doubt many Golden State Warriors fans 
previously were ripping Curry and Davidson. You know, he was quite like a, um, I don't know, unheralded. Did you hear player. about the um, the guy on YouTube who does fake Clay Thompson videos? Yeah, and he got onto the court and was like shooting for ten minutes. <laughs> And he, and he was now, I went on his Twitter and he was claiming that he um, didn't trespass because he got banned from the chase center for trespassing. But he claimed he didn't trespass because he, like security let him pass. And so like he wasn't trespassing because he'd actually been let through. Like he, he claimed five levels of security or something. Yeah, that seems like a weak, um, that seems like a very weak defense though. Because, like, you're you're getting through because you're knowingly impersonate. You're going to a place you're not supposed he to go. He claims he didn't claim to be Clay Thompson. Yeah. It was, he just happened to look like him. It was just an amazing coincidence that he was also wearing a Clay Thompson uniform. Yeah. That guy, though, what a strange man. And he's got a lifetime ban now. It seems That seems a bit excessive, but what an annoying... I guess they just can't tolerate... People like him, like, do it once. Hmm. Shame on, good on you. Do it twice. Shame on you. Stop doing it twice. Like, your gag's done. We've all had a laugh. This has been going on for, like, five years now. Get a life. Hmm. What is this guy doing? Like, going to, like, parties as, instead of a stripper, they get Clay Thompson to come along. Like, what what is this guy's value to the world? What is he doing? Man, he's making YouTube content. <laughs> Thank God. That's why I subscribe to YouTube Premium so I can so I can see that. Yeah. I just started watching the um uh the movie, the new basketball movie with uh, oh, Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah, I want to watch that. Mag- um yeah. Mo Wagner's in it. I would uh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny I- that you know that. Well, yeah, I saw. Um, was well, he the main character? No, is I think like one of the Her- Hernan Gomez brothers is a main character, but Mo Wagner could be kind of main. <coughs> oh, you know, he. Uh, I'm gonna hate. I'm gonna hate to tell you this, Paul. Can I spoil a bit for you? No, I'm gonna no, watch I it. Spoil it. No, no, no! Don't spoil it. I'm excited for this movie. Okay, Paul, you close your ears, and I'll do a spoiler. Okay. Take your headphones off. Okay, the spoiler is that I think, and I could be here, Mo Wagner um, is at the start of the movie and his role is to play as a bust who sucks. And that's funny because he possibly is a bust in the NBA as well, but hopefully not. Okay, you can come back. You can come back. Well, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I'm so excited to hear your review on Mo Wagner's role in the film. Um, are you excited for the soccer tomorrow? Yeah, big time. Big time. I um, I I feel so, like New Zealand's going to get hammered. But listeners might not know. Tomorrow, the New Zealand All Whites are playing Costa Rica. A winner takes all qualification for the World Cup this year. Huge. You actually need to go to bed because. Um, uh, that game will be like four o'clock Australian time. Yeah, I know. 
I might watch it delayed. That's a, that's a well, smart move. Because 4 o'clock is the worst possible time. It's like too late to stay up for, way too early to wake up for. This is the greatest show. Um, go the all whites. Oh, well, I guess the draft is coming up and we'll do a draft special, but currently I'm finding it incredibly hard to land on who the magic should take number one. Like it's actually insane how flip floppy I am. Like I'll watch, I'll be like, it's obviously should be that guy, but mm. then I'll just do some digging into the other two guys or the next guy. And I'll be like, okay, I'm thinking it should be him. And then, and then I was doing digging into the third guy, and I'm like, okay, no, it should be him. And basically, I'm really scared because I think it's really tough. And mm. um, yeah. I think what will relax you slash make it worse is when you realize that the first pick for the last 10 years has been so hard. Even if you pick Zion, who was like consensus number one, He's barely played for the Pelicans now and is now going to max extend. Mm. Um, the Zion story just makes me so sad. It's the whole thing's so weird. And the narrative last year started with him not wanting to be there. And the rumor always, just like it was with Anthony Davis, is he wants to move to New York or to a bigger market. But like the contract extend, the contract, just like Anthony Davis. The incentive is that he has to reside with the Pelicans, basically. The chance of him leaving before then is so slim. So, yeah, it is sad, and it's sad for New Orleans, and I hope that he comes back healthy and plays for them and creates a winning culture and a winning franchise. But, yeah, I just the fact that he has to say, I want to be here, I don't like that because he could do more PR-wise. And I guess he's just a kid, but, like, he has an agent and a manager and stuff. They could do more to actually show he wants to be there because – it seems like for the last two years, like he hasn't wanted to be there, even if he's saying he wants to be there. I don't know. It's grim. Yeah. He's weird. In, in interviews, he seems so um, fake. Yeah. Like, it's, like he's got yeah. this huge smile and um, and it just seems like he's kind of lying. But anyway. Yeah. He, I guess – one thing I do think is that, like, so many of these guys, like, like the world trying to make it about race again, but the world is, like, such, like, a white man's world. And I do think it's interesting that basketball players, especially just kids, have to adapt quietly. I don't know what world Zion Williamson comes from, and maybe he comes from that as well, but, like, having to adapt to, like, the media culture is is one of the reasons why I think athletes can be so reserved or awkward or you know react so weird that's just my that's just my working thesis in New Zealand you see it all the time with all blacks and these players who supposedly have big personalities off the pitch will be so boring in media interviews and I think it's partly because you know like if it's a Maori or Pacific Island player adapting to a Pākehā world you know a little bit or a mm. or a Pākehā at least interviewer maybe not world but you know that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I mean I don't know if that's the case with Zion but like Clearly, there's a disconnect between him and the reporters at ESPN, which create like fuels all the rumors and stuff like that. Yeah, people don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, 
Okay, so uh, the NBA Finals, just before we go, I feel like they've been a little bit flat in general. Like, even though it's been super tight and Steph Curry, Golden State no, Warriors. I think, it's the, I think it's the coverage is so bad. Mm. Like, the commentators suck. The hype-up video beforehand. Like, even think about, like, stuff like in New Zealand, like, this in Australia. Think about the state of origin, which happens yeah. every year and is not a big deal. But then, yeah. like, before the game, there'll be a guy down walking around the court and there'll be, like, holograms of, and he'll be like, here we are. It all comes down to this. Two teams. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not a big deal. Like, these teams haven't done anything to get there. It's just an event that happens every year. Yeah. But then for the NBA Finals, where it's been, like, a whole year of 82 games. Yeah. It's, like, they just treat it like any other game. I want some holograms on oh. the court. I want someone doing a overly emotional introduction. Mm. I want some dramatic music. Um, special entertainment, like Golden State Warriors, one of the richest franchises and like wheeling out the Jabberwockies. This yeah. isn't the regular season. Oh, well, also like finals. Also, we've had CeeLo Green sing the anthem. But apart from that, it's been like no names. I thought CeeLo Green was also cancelled, like, even before Me Too. I'm sure that guy had some dodgy shit right. on his real But, name. like, what happened to even, like, Fergie doing that one that got mocked? It's like, I'm used to Christina Aguilera, Fergie, um, some old rocker on, on an electric guitar from, like, you know, yeah. from the Eagles or something. Yeah. Like, I don't want some no-named military dude singing this is the finals i want a name at at least uh jessica simpson yeah just a name at least jessica simpson's sister ashley simpson they got CeeLo green whose guys claiming has been cancelled so they've got one name yeah we're not no honestly when i swear i was shook i feel bad when i play niles barkley crazy because uh, he had he had really bad allegations against him, um, and I don't know if he managed to sh- shake them. Everyone's guilty until proven innocent. Um, he's got a big controversy section. It's funny what controversies ne- means now, because controver- uh Yeah, he was tweeted. For, he had he had a sexual battery court case. Um. One of his tweets was people who have been really raped remember. Um, he later tweeted, I truly deeply apologize for the comments uh, attributed to me on Twitter. Those comments were idiotic, untrue, and not what I believe. Um, I like how he called the comments attributed to him um, when he clearly tweeted them. But uh, he didn't deny that he tweeted them. He just said they were attributed to, I don't know. Um, maybe he's just an insane person, but like I remember years ago before cancellations were even a thing. He, uh, yeah, he's definitely a eccentric person at, at best. But anyway, maybe he's back. Maybe I'm silly to cancel him. I don't know. Um, we should wrap I also have up. a, um, I have a plug. Oh, a big plug before we go. Yeah. It's, uh, for a podcast. Yeah. It's called, uh, Kiwi's Big Adventure. A Kiwi Land podcast. So, um, wow. yeah, if you're a fan of this podcast, then uh, get out there and check it out. There's only one episode. 
but it's um it's well, blowing you, up. If you're a fan of this podcast, New Zealand Today, or of any podcast, or of or of the Kiwiland podcast, if you're a fan of podcasts, then get out there and check it out. If you're a fan of the Kiwiland podcast, then definitely check it out because you're a fan of it. So you should you should like it. And if you're a fan of advanced analytics, you'll definitely like it because it's uh, well, it's not similar in any way, to be honest. But it does. It might involve some people that you may have heard of before. And if you love podcasts, then you 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 love any podcast and it's a podcast. So what, what more could you want? Yeah. Enjoy. Okay. That's it. Um, that's, yeah. you know, we get to the end of the podcast cause one of us says that's it. Thanks so much for listening. I've been Guy Williams. I don't do that, but check out Kiwi's big adventure, a Kiwi land podcast. Goodbye and good luck. <laughs>